little bit of a disclaimer before uh, we start getting rolling, because I said at the beginning of the podcast that I recorded earlier, uh, I would explain the piss poor quality of it, and I never did. Basically, uh, my microphone, which you can hear clearly in, uh, in this recording software, was not being picked up by the platform I use. I tried Skype, I tried Zoom. It showed up, the microphone I was using, uh, but it was not recording. They recognized it only to a point. So you're hearing the computer microphone as I'm talking to my sister. That's why it sounds like crap. And I'm hoping to troubleshoot this uh, for next week with whoever the hell I'm talking with. Uh, But pretty good conversation. I'll let it roll. And uh, here we go. Somewhere in Northeast Indiana, Mike Davidson lives. And now your host of the podcast, Mike Davidson. Oh yes, Mr. Rob Roop, welcome. Thank you very much. I am the aforementioned Mike. I'm sorry, I sound like crap. Get to that in a second. Uh, special guest host on the podcast slash uh, Skype call. And that would be my youngest sister, Kelly. And there might be some guests in uh, her home down in sunny FLA. Kelly, how are you doing? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. All right. All right. Does this make you feel like you're on a cable news show, by the way? Because, like, we actually can see the video of each other. Of course, yeah. uh, you're. I'm in my Avengers t-shirt. And here you are down in Florida wearing a sweatshirt. What's the temperature down in Florida right now? I think it's close to 90. You're wearing a sweatshirt, and it's almost 90. Dude, I'm in my house, where my house is, like, in the 70s, 60s. Oh, you poor thing. Yeah, you got a fireplace in your house. I can see I that. I do. Yeah. Now, you live there with your husband, and we'll get to him in a second, and uh, our other sister, Tracy. Uh, are they all? Are they also wearing sweatshirts in the house at night <laughs> down in Florida? I know, Tracy, Tracy sometimes, but, no, Tracy? right now, she's... She's just in her PJs right now, and the dog's just, like, running around here like a goofball. Okay. All right. And you're just sitting there like a goofball. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that with my little hippie pants. And, by the way, these pants are really hippie. Hippie? Oh, my God. I'm stoned looking at them. So, did you buy that at Spencer's? No, actually, I didn't buy them. Jared's uh, cousin bought them for me for Christmas. Oh, okay. She knew I liked tie-dye, and she's like, oh. Okay. Long story short... It's not going to be short, but go on. Yeah, it will be. Um, she's actually the same age as Tracy. Her birthday is August the 5th. She likes to read, and me and her have the same personality. And she okay. has somewhat of a personality like Tracy, so. Kind of, kind of introverted? Yeah, but she has two kids. Okay. All right. Nope, All right, so now we, we have the story of your pants and people that yeah. are like. Uh, she's a hippie person, so she gave me a hippie pants. I was like, okay. All right. Well, uh, before we get too uh, too headlong into it, uh, I do want to give a shout out to, uh, unfortunately, the late great Neil Adams, uh, legendary comic book artist. He died, fr- I think, Friday night at the age of eighty. Uh, he had sepsis, unfortunately. That's uh, what his wife said in a uh, press release. Uh, for for the the lay person that's not into the the whole funny book thing like I am, uh, Neil Adams is one of the greatest comic book artists that ever lived. You know, he worked at Marvel. He worked at DC. He was a mentor to Frank Miller, who would go on and do, you know, uh, big things himself. 
Uh, I, I first got introduced to some of the stuff by reading some old school X-Men stuff from the 60s. He did a, did a storyline on that. I was like, man, this guy's art is fantastic. He did some stuff with Green Arrow, Green Lantern. Uh, but I think what a lot of people remember him most for is the fact that uh, he and writer Denny O'Neill, after the campy Batman show of the 60s, brought Batman back down to that dark, noirish gritty feel that you know like he's a superhero detective type of guy with one of the world's creepiest rogues galleries of all time and if if you get a chance to like google at least some of his work do so but i mean this guy was just a phenomenal artist and uh they they don't they don't make him like that no more as they would say so did he bring in um oh what is it uh, uh, Poison Ivory and Harley Quinn, that series, or no? No, 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 no. That, they, this uh, predates that. He, uh, so he, in fact, um, if I've got this right, I mean, like, he helped uh, make Man Bad a thing. And uh, he helped create, I believe, Rash al Ghul, Rach al Ghul, and his daughter Talia. And, it, you know, like, because before that, most of Batman's villains were, like, gangsters and, you know, weirdos in costumes. And, you know, they would always end up in Arkham, but like with uh, Rachel Gould, you had kind of like this weird 600-year-old guy that was kind of like a James Bond villain. And so there was a little of that globe-trotting aspect of Batman. It would take Batman out of uh, Gotham, almost. So Get him out did... of the Dick Tracy figure. Was that? Get him out of the Dick Tracy series. A little bit, yeah. Because, like, Dick Tracy had a pretty uh, weird rogues gallery. I would say Batman's is a little, you know, better because of all the crazy characters he has to fight. And mm -hmm. I have never seen Dick Tracy fight along Superman thanks to uh, corporate lawyers. But, uh, uh, again, RIP to uh, the late, great Neil Adams. Uh, kind of a big weekend in our house. Uh, my son, your nephew, Logan Charles, uh, we're recording this Sunday afternoon. Uh, he turns the big 01 tomorrow, and we're really excited about that. Yesterday, though, we celebrated uh, and had uh, Mole's mom here, uh, Ginny's mom, sorry. Uh, she doesn't like it when other people know her nickname. And uh, uh, our parents were up here. Our brother Jacob was up here. Uh, we made a I, – I, remind me to put on the podcast page. You saw the cake. Yeah, it was the Wolverine costume yes. with that was claws bad. sticking out. I yeah, was it was a smash that. cake, and, and we yeah. lit it up, and Logan started crying, and then he puked. Oh. And his sisters ended up eating his freaking smash cake, and so did I. Oh, uh, did you get <laughs> like a small little one, and then the big cake for you guys to eat and share, like some parents do? Yeah, we well, there's still a little bit of that cake downstairs, the the regular size one, chocolate? but. Uh, uh, we got him some little toys, but the thing that he loves the most is we got him. Uh, Ginny bought him this oven mitt that looks like a shark, and we just act like a puppet, and he loves this thing. And so do his sisters; they keep stealing the damn thing. Um, but like it was, it was kind of a fun uh, uh, afternoon because uh, it used to be whenever mom and dad would come up because we live about three hours away from each other now. Like we're practically on other ends of the state almost um uh like uh when they would come over you know both lana and hazel would get very apprehensive and they were scared but like when they walked through the door this time they wanted to show off and you know play around and of course lana and dad her grandpa were playing with this freaking shark puppet thing right and 
like she couldn't stop laughing. And when they left, they started to cry. And so Jenny and I, we, we Jenny kind of came to it like, hey, or my our mom said, hey, you wouldn't mind taking us having the kids for a weekend, right? And so we were like, sure, because, you know, alone time is great. So we're looking at 4th of July weekend where we can kind of get away, let the kids hang out with their grandparents for a couple of days. How are they going to feel about um, um, Bruce, though? Because they haven't been around a big dog, and you know Bruce is pretty big. And he, he likes Yeah, we well, they, they did meet Bruce once. Yeah, but were they scared? Lana was. Uh, and I and I we're gonna have to kind of brace him for that. Bruce is just a big stupid golden retriever, so I don't know if there's anything to worry about with that. No, he's not gonna do anything wrong, but no, but he's big and clumsy. That's the thing. Yeah, Hold and that's the one thing. Will they knock him over, or will they freak out when you know? Yeah, I kind of worry about Logan getting knocked over, but then again, you know, Hazel knocks him over all the time, so. So, I mean, that's going to be your troublemaker. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we're, we're looking forward to the summer already. And, of course, it's May 1st, so it'll be here before you know it. Now, uh, you've had some big uh, big events in your life recently. Uh, not too long ago, you took the plunge, and you're now you and your longtime boyfriend are now uh, husband Harry. and wife. Yes. All right. Yeah. Now, how'd the ceremony go? What was going on with the ceremony? Because, like, we weren't there. You guys decided to elope, but you eloped by telling everybody, "Hey, we're eloping." Yeah, I told everybody that we were eloping. We um actually found a um a minister. It was actually kind of a joke at first because originally I thought we were going to wait until October twenty second. Okay. But Garrett was watching this comedian. I can't think of him. He was in the nineteen nineties. He sounded like a stoner type. Uh, yeah, I think that was it. Uh, yeah. Where he was like, if you do something, something. And it was it was just like, he was so stale about it. And it was so funny. That's I a think great that retelling funny. of that joke, by the way. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, anyways. <laughs> so what he had was, I want my phone number to be 222-222-222 until they finally stop. Mm-hmm. And Jerry's like, well, why don't we get married on February 22nd of 2022? It was like. So basically you. There was no other sentiment, sentimental reason for you guys picking that date other than it was a Mitch Hedberg joke. <laughs> oh, wow. Good job. Well, and it's just easy to remember, too, so you forget because it'll be too, right. too, too, too. Oh, no, no, trust me, trust me. You get old enough, you're going to forget a whole hell of a lot of things. So, um, but also, also the, um, what we did was, was, we found a minister. He married us at our house on February twenty okay. second, two thousand on and twenty two, at two twenty two p.m. Exactly. Man. We had um, we didn't invite anybody else, but Tracy was there. Yeah, that and, witness, right? Yeah, she. Well, actually, technically, no. We don't have to have a witness. Found that we don't out. Don't have to have a witness. Just oh, take your word not. for it. Take the certificates' word for it. Yep. And then um, we did have the ca- Tracy was holding the cameras. She uh-huh. holds for uh, Jared's mom. So Jared's mom and his aunt and his uncle could see because they didn't want to really go out. And mom and dad, since they couldn't be up here or down here, yeah. we did like a Zoom with them and they were watching at dad, the same time mom, as well. Okay. So mom and dad were watching this on Zoom. Yes. And they were able to see everything. Well, they saw mostly the house, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Tracy. Well, who was holding the camera? Tracy. 
<laughs> Tracy, how could you? Well, is she okay. is she there? Yeah, you're gonna laugh at this though. Get this. Okay, so Hades was there and we had a little bow tie on him and he was just sitting there next to us and he was just kind of like nervous around the minister. And uh, one minute he was peeing behind the minister, the next thing you know, he Tracy gets a camera angle of him taking a dump behind no, us. No, 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 oh, no. Hades took Hades did an Amber Heard right there during the ceremony. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like, he was doing an amp. You know, Tracy, that amber chick that you keep belly naked about, about uh, yeah. Johnny Depp. Yeah, that's what he's making a joke about. Yeah. Like she was doing. Actually, they they make a joke of of Karen. Can you hear your sister now? A little bit. She's like off to the side though. Tracy, say hi. You. Hi. All right, she's in the distance. Yeah, because like Kelly, Kelly holds a microphone just as well as you hold a camera. By the way. Thank you, thank you. I'll be, I'll be here, here all day because I don't want to leave the house. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. And so, so you got married on basically Two Faces' favorite day, February twenty second, uh, twenty twenty two, at two twenty two p.m. And you robbed the Second National Bank of Tampa Bay. Yes. That's how that works. All right. Exactly. What, what, okay. Uh, how has married life treated you? Because it's only been like what over two months has has anything felt different have you guys i got along better argued more uh, we never really argue we joke around a lot okay all right well, i mean like ever since we first started dating it's just been like we don't like to argue we try to like talk things out or settle things out we've mm -hmm. always had right but i mean like he does his thing and i do my thing and nothing different really you know we talk about things. Um, if we need to settle things, we ca we don't have an argument about it. It's not even worth it, you know. Right now, I don't need details, but like if for like a honeymoon, have you guys thought about? Because you haven't done that yet. You haven't gotten gotten away yet. We haven't gotten away yet. We thought about like some things. Um, I don't know. I was talking to his mom about because he likes to fish and I like to fish, and there's like a cabin down here in Florida. Mm -hmm. That has like a lake off in the area. So we were thinking about, I was thinking about maybe surprising him on that, but he doesn't know about that. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. It's a good thing he's out in the house right now. Right. He's outside. So we're good. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's kind of weird. Cause like, I was thinking about that. Like, you know, if you live in Florida and I know you guys are on a budget, I mean, it's not like you can go down to like Puerto Rico or uh, Cancun I mean, or something. Go free for Disney. I mean, so, you know. Yeah. So say so you're going to go inland and uh, fish on a big lake. Why not? And, there's not, and there's yeah, there's not a whole hell of a lot of inland in Florida too. It's a pretty narrow uh, peninsula. It's it's America's wing for crying out loud. I don't even really care for like leaving the states. I mean, honestly, with everything that's going on right now, I'm just like mm. you make it yeah. sound like the world's in tumult. We're not gonna comment on that one. Okay. Yeah. Although you kind of did just there, but uh, every, everything's going all right. Yeah. All Haven't right. killed him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, and and of course, when you do this, this footage, this this conversation will be featured yeah, in the Netflix documentary on this. You know, it's uh, well, yeah, you know, yeah. All right, My so uh, with that going on, uh, kind of the big story this past week, uh, the, another R.I.P. Uh, this time for the poison pill that the uh, Twitter uh, Twitter board tried to uh, impose uh, to prevent Elon Musk from buying them out and privatizing it. And uh, the bastard did it. 
Um, this is why I don't go on Twitter, guys. Well, it's it's sure. kind of funny because it was announced what about two weeks ago he bought nine point five percent of the stock, or this was two weeks ago. He he bought just a, a shade under a tenth of the company, right? And there was this invitation for him to join the board and he didn't. And a lot of people were like, well, man, he's flaking out again. Cause he does have a history of flaking out about stuff. Right. Um, but it turned out that he wanted to do a hostile takeover. So they put in place this thing called a poison pill where he couldn't buy more than whatever. And then he goes ahead and buys it anyway. And so everybody's having this meltdown about how this is, uh, uh, going to ruin free speech because he says he doesn't want to censor anybody. And uh, uh, just watching all these people with blue check marks by their names lose their ever loving crap about it has been uh, funnier than most things on television, way funnier than Big Bang Theory. Wait, wait, they're worried about freedom of speech and they want things to be censored. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, because they think that if you don't agree with a certain point of view, you're automatically like a white nationalist or something. And it, it, it's just kind of breathtaking because it's almost like these people don't have that crazy aunt that sends them emails or has another political point of view. Like they all sit in the same coffee shop and have the same point of view about everything. And they think that everybody else in the world thinks like they do. Here's the thing. Pansies. Bunch of babies. It is. But yeah, like, they're a bunch of babies. I'm sorry. You yeah. know, I do you remember when we were kids? Whenever we got hurt, what did dad always say? Uh get over you it. Than me. Exactly. That too. But he would always say, Are you bleeding? Are you dying? Right. Do we need, do we need to go to the hospital? No. Get up and get over it. Yeah. So well, some people need to learn to have a backbone and learn to Exactly. Understand the, yeah. Or walk it off. Understand, yeah, walk it off. Understand the history of things and just, yeah. Yeah. What, what was kind of funny, though, is like, um, you know, there, there have been kind of like, I guess, like right-leaning, conservative-leaning social platforms that haven't taken off, like Parler. I know Trump's got his true thing, and that thing's been kind of a debacle because, you know, Trump, he's, I'll give him this. He's a great salesman, but he's not an engineer. He doesn't understand tech crap whatsoever. He just knows how to tweet, but they won't let him tweet anymore. He says he's not going to be on Twitter, but knowing him, he'll probably be back on Twitter. But like Elon Musk is a tech guy. And one of the things that people on the left were always bitching about um, when, when it came to people talking about, you know, cancel culture on Twitter, uh, being censored on Twitter Go build your own Twitter. It's a private company. I thought you guys like free market. Well, here comes Elon Musk. He's a billionaire who made his money off of selling electric cars, by the way. Uh, you know, he buys into Twitter. He privatizes it once again. It's under private ownership, and they're freaking out. I mean, he's playing by these rules, and and again, I don't believe in these rules. If he, it, I mean... There are things I like about Elon Musk and there are things that drive me crazy about this dude, but him wanting people to speak their minds and not be, you know, have their lives ruined by it. I, I'm fine with, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause if you say one slip up, just one slip up, like, okay, for example, no offense. And I know we were talking about this earlier about Tamla, Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson, for example, yeah. that whole lawsuit with Pam or at the Pamela Anderson. 
Pamela Anderson was having for the video. Yeah. She couldn't dictate her voice because she was a Playboy bunny house, whatever. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. What you should be able to have a say of what can and can't go, you know, without mm-hmm. it jeopardizing what you want to do in life. You know what I mean? Right. Because I mean, everybody makes mistakes. Well, and everybody's judgmental. Everybody's going to have an opinion about you. But yeah, you're like going back, looking at somebody's tweets from like five or 10 years ago when they're in high school. Maybe they've got a different opinion about that now. Or maybe you're taking their words out of context and not understanding what they're meaning. Because like I'll tell, I'll be deadpan on social media and sarcastic as hell, just typing out a sentence. And if you read in your head, you're like, okay, he doesn't mean this. But there are people that are, that have never heard of the concept of sarcasm. And they will think that I'm like worse than Hitler or something. And it's like, no. They don't know you as a person. Because yeah. when you read words, you can take it many ways. And unless you know that person. Mm-hmm. It. Yeah. So it's been kind of fun watching this great Twitter freak out. Um, and Elon Musk kind of having fun about it. Um. Uh, and and he's uh, he's been on Twitter telling more jokes, and he's uh, he's even joked about going to buy Coca Cola and putting cocaine back into it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, wait. up all night tweeting. Uh, so uh, we'll see how this shakes out. Uh, by the way, uh, you know everybody knows that Elon Musk used to date Amber Heard, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, there she's a special little. She's a oh, right, right. And of course, she went on to marry uh, Johnny Depp. And these two are just like, like, basically, like, I, I think I told you off offline here. You know, she's a man. He's a man child. She's a, a girl child. These are they're actors, actor and actress. Basically, they don't live in the same world we do. And I haven't really been following the defamation trial much. But a lot of that, I guess, the, the stuff that Amber Heard was saying about Johnny Depp was not true. And, and he's she, come back and he's come back and said uh, that she's done some stuff like um, defecate in their bedroom. Okay. I found it. You know what, though? She did kind of ruin his career, though, if you think about it. Yeah, right. kinda, kinda. She tried to. And then, you know, yeah, maybe there's some things he should not say. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he was pissed. I would. I'm sorry if I was upset with somebody going through a divorce like that and someone was that hateful to try to hurt my life. You don't right. think I'd be defensive to do similar situations. So in his defense, I see an eye of that, but I would have done it tasteful. I wouldn't have put all their business out there because then I'd be like, and you let her right. do that. Well, here's, here's my thing. I've noticed that you yourself are a woman. Yeah. Okay. I thought some days. <laughs> when, when when you hear stuff about a a, a woman being abused, and, I, and I'm being serious for a second here, you know, when, when you hear something about a woman being abused, um, and it's her word, her word. Do you believe in the mantra "believe all women"? No. Why is that? Because some women have taken it. Okay. Honest truth, and you know this. Do you remember Brad? He was an abusive. Yeah, he's your ex-boyfriend, right? Correct. He was an abusive son of a gun. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's to an extent that there are some people out there that will cry wolf, like this one girl I knew in high school who claimed that one guy raped her when he really didn't, mm-hmm. you know. And there are people 
in similar situation have I been in that have said something? So honest truth, not all women are truthful. Kind of like how all dudes are not truthful. Exactly. Yeah. So there, so there isn't, so there's that common ground that anybody can be an a-hole. Yeah. But like, but like that, that was kind of the thing. And and I don't want to shortchange a, you know, a domestic abuse situation, but you know, there was a major league baseball player who's been suspended for two years just because of allegations against him. There have been no charges against him. Uh, there, there's been no lawsuit and major league baseball has decided to two years out of a pitcher's career is a long time. And, yeah. and, and you see with Johnny Depp, you know, and you're right. I mean, like with all these allegations about, you know, him and what he allegedly did to Amber Heard and he's lost out on roles, you know, there are some things, you know, when you learn about Johnny Depp, you're like, okay, this guy's not the most mature guy in the world. But no. the, the the belief all women thing without saying, okay, let's be skeptical here for a minute. Let's let's see how this plays out. Let's see the evidence before we jump to conclusions. You know what I mean? That's kind of out the window. And that's and that's kind of why I don't get into that whole collective mindset of like, okay, you know, she's saying that she's been abused. I'm not going to say bullshit. Same time, I'm not going to be like, well, she's obviously telling the truth. I don't know. And you have to be like that. Uh, it's like sometimes it can be like you can tear to tear a really good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which race you say? He says that dad says that he takes advice from um Doctor the Doctor House from TV series of all people lies, which is to basically well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. A lot of people are not truthful with their doctors. So, uh, <laughs> you, have you cut back on the pizza? Oh, yeah. You know. I mean, I, but, I, uh, I it's back on coffee, but not much. You know what I mean? But, you know, you, you know it's kind of a side note. No, uh, you or Jared haven't pooped on any of each other's stuff, have you? No. I mean, we're immature. We watch, like, kitty shows and stuff like that. Like, Finding Nemo and stuff. And we'll joke around. And how, we'll how, go- many, how many poop jokes were in Finding Nemo, by the way? None. Okay. Well, you guys are better than Amber Heard. Uh, oh, speaking of pooping under the sea, um, uh, I guess like Amber Heard's uh, role, because she was in the original Aquaman, right? They got rid of her on the second one. Well, no, they, they're saying that she's got less than 10 minutes of on-screen time in a two-hour-plus movie. So she's only got about 10 minutes worth of, you know, appearance in this thing. her. Yeah, well, I think I think they're trying to minimize her effect on this franchise as much as possible. Why don't they just kill her off? Just kill her off in that movie. You have her run to a Porta John and the Porta John explode. Okay, that's how you do that. All right. I mean, like, if she's gonna, it'll be like a. Never mind. I'm not gonna say that because we're gonna keep it clean. But that All would right. be one be day. Right. We've got a couple minutes left here. Uh, when was the last time you went to a concert? Actually, last October the 2nd, besides Jarrett's concert, because I go to Jarrett's okay. place. Um, but back on October the 2nd, that's when Jarrett popped the question. Okay. And what what concert was that? Um, it was Shine Down. It was supposed to be the Rock Fest. They didn't have all of their star uh lines from when originally because it was supposed to be back in 2019 in april they were supposed to have all their headlines and everything like three yeah. days grace shine down and so forth well some of those bands didn't show i know shine down was there because that's when he proposed to me 
on that time frame. Plus, it's a little intoxicated, but we won't talk about everything yeah. else. But you know, yeah, you made mention of some of the bands not being there. They didn't mm-hmm. replace them with holograms or anything, did they? No, no, no. Okay. No, uh, they replaced some of them with other bands. Well, yeah, you you would go with live music. Yeah. Right? Um, I guess Paul McCartney uh, started up his. Uh, I think this is his U.S. tour. He's uh, I think he's eighty now. Paul McCartney. It's weird to think of a Beatle being eighty, but you know everybody gets older. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I don't know if you saw the Beatles uh, doc on Disney Plus. I mean, it's pretty long, but like there's a uh, uh, him and uh, John Lennon. They were working on "I Got a Feeling" in those recording sessions. Well, he did that song by. Well, by himself recently, uh, but he had John Lennon singing some of the parts. They took constant. It wasn't like a hologram, like holographic Tupac on tour, but this was like Paul McCartney sings a part, and then they had on screen John Lennon singing the other part. Yeah, I cringed too when I read that. But the, you know the you know the they had kind of this like oh that's kind of cool, and I'm like no, it's not. I mean, look, it sucks oh. that John Lennon's dead. That's 42 years ago. But that's that kind of what makes the Beatles unique is like they were around for that brief moment of time. You can't you can't capture lightning in a bottle. It's hard to get nostalgic when you see an 80 year old man singing along to basically the television. (laughs) No, no, I'm sorry if at that point they should just. Yeah, they should stop. I mean, if if Paul McCartney saying "I got a feeling" by himself, or or maybe he had another singer up on stage, yeah. that'd be cool. But it was just it was just kind of like no, no. Yeah, I think I think like in high school, I wanted to go to this show, but I didn't because you know I was I I just didn't get out a lot. But like Lollapalooza, I think ninety six, ninety seven, uh, Metallica, Metallica was the headliner. They had Soundgarden on it. They had Rancid, and they also had the Ramones, and this also doubled as the Ramones' farewell tour because at that time they were getting older and they just weren't getting along. And now all four Ramones are dead. Um, and all the yeah, it, it, it well the original lineup's dead. Um, and I love the Ramones. If there was one band I wish I could go back in time and see, I would have loved to see these guys knock out thirty songs in forty-five minutes. Is there is there a music? Uh, is there a band or a singer you wish you would have gotten a chance to see live? Because it, it, it wouldn't be the same as seeing a hologram or a sing along on a television screen. Honestly, Nirvana, Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. Yeah, yeah I think I started getting into him in high school and everything that sort. Right. The year that he died in the 90s, that's when you were in high school and I was like, what, in middle school, elementary or something? Those are because we're six years old. I was in elementary. I think you were eight, seven or eight. You were a youngin'. No, we were six years apart. Yes, and I was about 13. I was about 14 because it happened in 94. Yeah. And then, yeah, but you were all into Kurt Cobain at that time. That's when I was introduced to that. But yeah, I would have loved to see him in life. Yeah, I think they blew through Indy not too long ago. I I tell you what, I I did have the honor for, or the privilege of seeing Foo Fighters about three or four years back, and Taylor Hawkins behind the drum kit. The dude was amazing, and it just like I knew that back in the early two thousands, he was in a coma for a week because of heroin. I thought he finally kicked it, and unfortunately, he passed on uh, just a few weeks back. Your husband is a musician. What was his take on that? Gosh. 
it, it, every musician that he hears that does, it kind of breaks his heart because he studies, you know, he studies their techniques and he does like the covers for them, you know, besides his own stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it kind of like broke his heart when like a good musician pass away and everything of that sort. And some of them being stupidity of drugs. I mean, like it kind of pisses him off because he's not him and his band are kind of like clean cut, if that makes sense of like no drugs. The worst they do is drinking, you know, but I mean, right. they drink, drink when they're on the show, they'll drink like a couple shots or something like that to loosen up. But they're not like slurring the words or anything of that sort. So yeah. just famous musicians go through that kind of like hurts their feelings. And everything. Yeah. Did, has he ever did he ever witness anything like that firsthand? Like, like without naming names, he's never witnessed it. But I witnessed um, a friend that's dying of overdose. Yeah, yeah. not pretty. He died yeah. of uh, Xanax, Xanax bars. You yeah. saw him die. Yeah. Like in front of you. Yeah. When was this? Oh, this was years ago. This is when I was just like out of high school. My and friends. And he like died in the in the same room that you were in. Yeah. Wow. God. You were at a party too. Man, so how how did you get over that? <laughs> Michael, you don't get over stuff like that. You just kind of like are numbed after a while when you hear like wow. someone passing away. Like one of the guys I knew from high school, who my friend's husband. This is my friend's husband. He passed away about a year ago of over of ODN. Yeah, some of the guys I went to high school are stupid. Cause they they will do that even after friends die. So I mean like you can't really get over that. You know? Kinda... But you would not go and see a Kirk Cobain hologram, would you? No. no. Okay. Alright. I, I wanted to kinda of bring it up on a kind of a light note because man, we we got past suckers down the rabbit hole. All right. It happens, though. It happens. But uh, again, uh, Kelly, my youngest sister, joining me. My other sister, Tracy, off in the distance. Hi, Tracy. Hi. All right. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up. And uh, appreciate everybody uh, listening. And we'll do it again next week with somebody else. Maybe my wife, maybe somebody else. But until then, stay fresh. You've been listening to Mike Davidson Live. Be sure to check him out on social media. Like him at facebook.com backslash mdavidsonlives. Follow him on Twitter. Look for at Davidson Live. 